Brandon here. And I'm Brittany. And welcome back to the Pumpkin Patch. Hell yeah, brother. Oh yeah. That's what I wanted to do. I was like, no, gotta say what we gotta say first. <laughs> <sighs> what a glorious rainy day it is. Mm-hmm. Brittany. What? <laughs> <laughs> How's your week been? It was great until today. Yeah, so today, for all of you that do know and follow us, we have TikTok now. And so we're putting ourselves back on camera because the amount of time on TikTok is so much more manageable than hours of video on YouTube. So we're going to start making more snippets of our podcast on this. But we're recording, and she has not stopped bitching since Because he loves to tell me five seconds before we start recording. So, you know, maybe wouldn't have rain here. And who, who uh, maybe I would have covered my grays or maybe put a little rouge on. <laughs> who are you modeling for, baby? Ain't nobody impressed when you do that stuff anyway. Excuse me. We, what if we go viral on TikTok? Then, you would care how you look. Did Libby Higgins give a fuck what she look like on doorstep? All right. Take your shirt off and we'll video that and put it on there. And ha- now see how you feel. Okay. So if you take your shirt off, we'll do the same thing. Well. Y'all bitches like to be catfishing with your makeups and your eyeliners and your... Lip you right. Fillers. You would go against community guidelines with them big ass titties you got. <laughs> At least somebody on this podcast got titties. Hmm. I got them. Where on your back? <laughs> I got them in the front and the back, bitch. Baby, Fuck both you. sides. Both sides. Yep, more to play with. Yeah. As you know. A lot. 360 plays time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Tandem porn. Huh? <laughs> what did you? Just saying. Remember we talked about tandem positions last time? Oh. That way if I got if I got Ronnie on my back, you can play with him back there too. Ronnie got to strap into a lot of stuff. That's a <laughs> fucking cinder block he's jumping out the plane with. <sighs> We're going down. <laughs> Terminal velocity. You're going down. <laughs> so, anyways, other than that, my week was <sighs> Fantastic, I guess. You guess? Something must have happened. No, honestly, I'm just kind of dreading this upcoming month. July is going to be a very busy month for me work-wise. And uh, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's sitting there doing product placement on video. Coca-Cola is not going to sponsor us. Hey, we're minority uh, integrated, so they should promo yeah. Coke. Yeah. Well, anyway... Um, yeah, so basically I just am gearing up for the month of July where I'm going to work every fucking day. So that kind of blows, but you know, Darling, good things are on the horizon. You're a manager. This is your job. <laughs> no, that's you not paid? my job. That is My job, job is Monday through Friday, nine to five. No, baby, your job is to run <laughs> the centers you work in. So unfortunately, whether you like it or not, why am I talking <laughs> like I'm from Manning? Yeah. Um, don't play my hometown. I'm from, I'm from Raleigh. You know where we come from? (laughs) The streets. Anyway. uh, But good things are on the horizon. We get to see Chris Stapleton next week, so I'm excited. Is that next week? Yeah. I usually would be excited, especially because we got the VIP stuff. But I can't sit there and sing with my best friend because we're sitting 17 rows away. No, we're literally two rows away. We're going to be able to see each other. How? The one of us can see the other, but the other one's behind. Yeah, if you turn around, you can wave at me. Yeah, cool. So I'm going to turn around the entire show. Hey, best friend. 
Well, I say you, you could see me if you wanted to. It's not 17 rows away. I mean, away. I could see you from but 25 also, rows away. Also, he doesn't know this yet because it could happen that somebody's sitting there by themselves and they'll switch seats with us. But even if they don't, you act like we talk through a concert anyway. We don't. We do. We don't have like full-blown conversations, but we sit there and, excuse me, um, like we'll sit there and talk about stuff. Hell, I'll sing to you every now and again, depending on, I think the, when we went to Florida. And you know what? The whole time we were at Lizzo, you kept saying things to me, and I had no fucking clue what you said, so I just smiled and shook my head, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like one of those smiling ways, like when you talk to somebody that doesn't speak English. Yeah. <laughs> just like that. I was like, he could have just told me that the fucking place is on fire, and I'm like, cool. <laughs> <sighs> Mustard biscuits. Yeah, so they're smiling waving her head. But yeah, so before we even booked these tickets, I asked him, I was like, listen, the only VIP, because he wanted to do the VIP, I said, the only VIP, they're not sitting together. Are you sure you want to do it? I said, I'm good with it. Are you sure you want to do it? And he said, yeah, go ahead and do it. And now he's trying to act like, well, now I don't even want to go. That's fine. As long as you give me my money. Anyway, how was your fucking week? I'm not talking to her, but I'm talking to the people who actually listen. (laughs) Week was pretty good. You know, same old stuff. Different day. Can't complain. Here she goes. Now she's promoting it, but they ain't going to promo Coke Zero with a fat bitch behind the can. I'm That's just mad the... it's empty. Already? Already, bitch. I started drinking this two hours ago. Yeah. You took 35 minutes to poop. Because I don't just let it sit in my bowels like you do. She only poops <laughs> once every fucking seven years. She's like a groundhog. <laughs> she sees her shadow. She's not shitting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lady. We don't poop. Apparently, they don't have buttholes either. Straight men. Tell me if that's true. Oh, <laughs> well, we do. They like to stick their thumbs in it. <laughs> Okay, so funny story that you said thumbs and buttholes real quick before I finish out my week. So tell me why I was I was in a training environment for a few months with a bunch of straight guys. And they're like, yeah, you know, when you're hitting the shit good, you just push your thumb on their buttholes and that'll seal the deal. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are y'all talking about? Yes, they always do that. Why? I don't know. It's is almost it like, a, like a button, button? <laughs> for them. Exactly. <laughs> um, boop. There it is. <laughs> is that like a secret trigger? Like, is it like XYB? Up, down, up, down, left, right. Um, <laughs> unlock the cream pie. Ooh. Ooh. That sounds like a good time. <laughs> Alrighty then. Back to your week. Yeah. Cream no, pies? It uh, it wasn't bad. Um, I worked July 4th. I wanted to tear my fucking face off yesterday. But what can you do? Um, I had to make this paper. Because if not, my lights get turned off again. Again? Again? Cool. Oh, yep. Anyways, moving on from that. The, uh... But no, it wasn't bad. Um, coming up to another fucking weekend of working, and I enjoy working. But why can't I be rich? Why can't I hit the lottery? Why can't I collect a hundred percent disability? Why are these things not options for me? Unemployment. I mean, if the bitches from Thousand Pound Sister cannot work and get paid, why can't I? I thought you were about to play me and say, "Why can't Brittany?" <laughs> well, I could play you if I wanted to, but I left you alone for now. For now, don't worry. I'm warming up the barrels for your You've already bigot. played me already, so. When? You said, my fat ass with the Coke Zero ain't nobody gonna sponsor me. <laughs> You're not the demographic they're looking for. Actually, I Actually, am. I think you are. Yeah, I'm trying You're, to get you, healthy. You're the before, and you want to get to the after. <laughs> but you've been before you for a while. You got to get to the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna do it? Hell yeah. I don't believe that. Hmm, we'll see. Yeah. But no, my week wasn't bad. I can't complain. I'm alive. 
the Lord has blessed me with another day, even if you are cursed to be around me. Now, I remember I have a fucking lazy eye. Forgot about that. Or Come la- check out the TikTok and see Brittany's lazy Or cross eye. I look like somebody we know. <laughs> off of, anyway, somebody drive around in a Tesla. It's a black and color Tesla <laughs> in Monk's Corner. Anyway. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have something to um, ask you. Something that somebody, a listener, texted me about. Is it Sprott? No. Oh, sorry, Sprott. This is you. No. How do you pronounce? I, I should have typed it out and showed it to you. How do you pronounce Spell it? Especially. Especially? No. Apparently, you say X, especially a e- lot. Exceptionally? <laughs> I mean, X. X usually goes in there. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. It's S. S, especially. That's okay. Because I also don't speak very good English, even though this is my first language. And I don't have another language to fall back on. Yeah, I got a text saying, tell Brandon it's pronounced especially, not especially. And I can tell you where you can put the especially at. I knew you were going to say something like that. So In my fucking ass is where you can put it. And what's funny is I said, I'll call him out on the episode, but he's either going to A, cuss me out, or B, deny it emphatically. And, and I didn't do either. I didn't cuss her out and I didn't deny it. I probably uh-huh. did. And I just told you, you could shove it in my ass or yours, whichever. And he was like, well, tell him to listen back to every episode. But and so it's a he. Who is it? Is it? <laughs> is it? Is it daddy? No, you don't know him. He goes to a different school. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I said, well, he did graduate with a 1.8 GPA. So. And I'm proud of it because you know what? I make more than this fucking heifer. With my one point how much? A few thousand dollars. A few. <laughs> but guess what? Who doesn't have college debt? I just got a raise. I'm about to get another one too. And I'll still beat you. Yeah. We'll see. Call me when it's official. Oh, I will. <laughs> the end of this month. That's why I love where I work at because they be paying us. They none of this half ass like, we'll see what we got later on. No. <laughs> Give me my coins today because you know what? I'm worth it. Maybe it's Maybelline. I'm so mad you said that because I was—I <laughs> don't know why it popped in my head. Maybe it's methamphetamines. <laughs> I want the meth and amphetamines. That Not just the it. meth, but the amphetamines that come with it. <laughs> There's some new drag queen that I saw on TikTok and that shit had me fucking dying yesterday. Or the day before <laughs> yesterday when I showed her. But So we usually do he said, she said on the podcast with what Brittany says. But I think Brittany has captured a moment that I think needs to be shared with the world. <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious, given the fact that what I... I'll let her tell you the story. I don't want to ruin it more than Am I Am I telling have. all of them? All of them. Okay, so <laughs> Brandon has a tendency to talk in his sleep. And... Sometimes it's snippets. Sometimes it's full sentences. <laughs> we never know. And I, don't, and I don't know what triggers it. I don't know if it's like if I'm exhausted or if I'm like I don't hit like... Is it REM sleep? That's like the deep sleep? Yeah. If I don't hit REM sleep and I'm just kind of like in that moment where like it's not deep enough, but I'm kind of like, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, we like it deep. Anyway. All um, right. So, yeah, usually what happens is I'll hear it while I'm also sleeping. And so then by the time I wake up, I'm like, shit, I forgot what he said. So this time I got smart and I said I was going to write it down. So (laughs) the other day we were sleeping. He had worked night shift so he was like probably beyond exhausted because it was like halfway through the day but randomly he bust out with I'm on the road to Katie 
<laughs> or I'm on the road to get to Katie. I don't even know who Katie is. I got an aunt Katie, but I haven't talked or seen her in years. So I don't know who, who is this bitch. <laughs> and then he said, I'm about to get the werewolf. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> in all fairness, I do have a shepherd. So maybe that's the werewolf. Yeah. But I need you to deliver these punchlines <laughs> like you're supposed to. I'm about to get the werewolf. <laughs> no. Throw a little pizzazz on it. I'm about to get the werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> so then... A short while later, he rolls over and he goes, my life. (laughs) I'm even sick in my sleep of my life, apparently. And I was like, same, best friend, same. (laughs) (laughs) So we've also said on this podcast a few times where y'all have heard us say, lick your sister's pussy. And by y'all, I mean me. (laughs) Yeah, just her. But for some reason, I thought of it the other day and it caught her off guard and she died. But we've been saying it a lot more here recently between each other. And it's just, I guess, subconsciously it was programmed in there. But what did I say, Brittany? Yeah, so he, <laughs> he like, rolled over one time and he goes, where's your sister's pussy? <laughs> and I fucking lost it. I knew he was going to, I just knew he was going to wake up from the way I was laughing. I was shaking the whole fucking bed. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprised there. But, oh, I was dying. And I was, like, typing these in the notes app on my phone each time while I was, like, half awake with one eye open. I was like, I cannot forget these. So, you know what's funny? There's another one that I'll explain a little bit. So, anybody that's ever seen Rush Hour 2, the the end where Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan are over the window. And the girl has, like, a bomb in her hand. And they somehow get her out of the window. She falls and she hits a cab. Well, there's a blooper at the end of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) And they say, damn, she ain't going to be in Rush Hour (laughs) 3. Well, apparently... Again, my subconscious dug this up when I'm sleep talking and something, I think she was watching Dateline and yeah. I think they were describing somebody, somebody died or some gruesome thing happened. Yes. Yeah, somebody <laughs> got like beat traumatically and died. <laughs> and I guess, I don't know if my brain hurt in my mouth is just as processing it. I, I, apparently I looked, not to say looked at Brittany, but I rolled over and was like, damn, she ain't going to be in rush hour three. <laughs> And I thought it was just some random thing. Like, I didn't get the joke, but I was like, either way, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. My favorite one was, uh, I think it was, Shakira was, was she coming over? Yes. Or, yeah. Okay. So Shakira was coming over. So I was taking a nap. I, again, I had worked all night and I had stayed up even longer. And I was like, I need a little nap before people come over because I need a break. A little well, nap. I'm so mad you caught that. I was like, a little. <laughs> Lytles? <laughs> um, jeez. <laughs> So she's texting like, you know, hey, or Brittany's like, I think Shakira will be soon. And I think, what did I say? I was like, I think I, I can see her from here when she pulls up. Meanwhile, we're in the back of the master bedroom. So in my house, there's only one bedroom in the front. And then you can see everything up there. But then in the back, you, what the fuck are you going to see? The- right. Yeah. The only windows in his bedroom point to the backyard in the woods. But yeah, I was like, hey, Shakira's on her way. And he goes, I think I just saw her drive by. And I'm looking around like, what? <laughs> I, do, I don't think you did. I do have cameras, but my eyes are closed. My phone was down, so that was bullshit. But right. that baby, let me tell you what, when I sleep talk and don't fully understand, there is an awake Brandon and a sleep Brandon. And if you talk to one or the other, they don't communicate with each other. So I won't remember shit. So just <laughs> understand, I may tell you what you need to know to leave me the fuck alone when I'm asleep and also when I'm awake. But just make sure you understand. Yeah, I've talked to him about things before, and he was he like, that must have been asleep, Brandon. Because I'll, I'll make you think I'm legit asleep, awake, but it's like autopilot, and I have cued responses. Now, if you need a complex response, I probably won't respond back at all. 
Which is exactly why I was concerned you were going to suffocate yourself when you were drunk that night. And you know what? If the Lord called me home, the upper room I go. Oh, and then one time, this was the same day as all those, <laughs> there's your sisters, please. No, but you were like face down on the pillow, which you do a lot, which is weird. Because I'm like, how the fuck does he breathe? I'm but not trying to. <laughs> but you kept doing the thing like whenever you're falling asleep and your head falls to the side. So you were literally face down in the pillow and your head kept trying to fall to the side. And you did that like eight times But if before you finally were like, hey, maybe if I turn over and put my head down, I'll stop doing that. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> my favorite thing in the world is whenever you sit there and you're laying down completely still. And then all of a sudden, free fall. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like my body will jerk and like I will lock up. I remember the first time I think we were staying, we stayed somewhere and it was a hotel room and... I'm laying there, and I had jerked awake. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're like, for what? I was like, you didn't feel that? <laughs> <laughs> I just scared everybody in the room, I thought. Yeah. Do you usually dream when that's happening, though? Or do you just don't remember? No. I don't know. No, I know when that happens, because I'm still, like, I'm drifting to sleep, and yeah. then I feel like I'm about to fall off the bed, and then I'm like, oh, God, what happened? Yeah, because I do it sometimes, but I always am dreaming of something, like, where I'm about to fall or whatever. Mm -mm. But you got pad, and if you fall, baby, it's okay. Yep, there's fat joke number 17. That's number two for the and show. And we're 18 minutes in. Do pretty good. Usually it's about 25. <laughs> you know, some of the listeners would be proud, especially the ones that say that I'm a little harsh. Yeah. Do you understand who oh, this yeah. bitch is? Yeah, we've had listeners tell me lately that you're very um ruthless to me. You should see her off camera. I was about to say, the way he talks to me when we're not on this camera. The way she talks to Our me microphone. off this camera. She doesn't want proof that she talks to me some kind of way. I give it back. I won't ever start. You don't what? <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to go ahead and move my equipment to the left so when lightning strikes, you'll roast I'm trying you. to hide my double chin with this microphone. It's not working very well. Well, you can see the fourth one over on this side. <laughs> and then the fifth one to this side. What is it? Uh, Never mind. I was about to say that. Talk yeah. about commercial. Fifth dinner, or... Oh, I thought you were about to say I have more chins than... But anyways, I wasn't going to finish the joke. Because yeah. we'll be canceled. You will be canceled. No, you will. You made the joke. You're about to say it, and no, I did not. You <laughs> have no proof. <laughs> but, Brittany, I have a question for you. Okay. So, Shoot. I, well, I'll set up this... Literally. Scene. In the forehead, <laughs> preferably. <laughs> she got me on that one. <laughs> Apparently, we're just trying to just fucking suffocate ourselves. <laughs> I just, for those of you who don't know, I just posted the TikTok where I was like, I think somebody's breaking into my house. And Brittany's like, I'm over here. Kill me. Yeah, kill me first. <laughs> Only kill her. But, Ow. What'd you hit? The microphone stand. Okay. You pissed me off because I thought you had knocked over your coke. No, I just punched the stand and it hurt. Oh my goodness. There's no no boo-boo-boobies. Boo-boos. Apparently got titties on the brain. Uh, anywho. So, I was sitting there thinking the other night. Did it hurt? <laughs> fucking hate you so much. It hurts as much as you walking up the stairs, bitch. Well, that's a lot, baby. A lot of gravity, fighting, yeah. pre fighting pressures. Got <laughs> your own goddamn orbit. Okay, that was two jokes in one time. Now you get a break for 30 minutes. So anyway, so I was sitting there thinking, 
Brittany, are there times that you sit there and actually catch yourself in deep thought, contemplating? I think I don't. <laughs> I, I can't fucking stand you. I just thought you were about to say suicide. And I was about to be like, yes. I apologize about that. I had to cut out some of this laughter because, baby, that took me out. I love when we have to pause to stop laughing. I mean, because apparently we give people flat tires. Oh, man. That, that was phony right there. But no, as I finished my thought, do you ever sit there and like actually sit there and contemplate, first off, life in general, but then you start to realize how much stuff you take for granted in life? And I, and I speak from a place where I, me and you haven't experienced the same things in life, especially in your particular case, you know, losing both your parents. But even over, I would say overlooking, but taking that to account, but still thinking about what you still have, that what you may be grateful for. Yeah, all the time. I, uh, so, you know, like there's, I've, we've talked about this plenty on the, on the podcast, but like there'll be times where grief is one of those things where it's like one day you're fine. And then the next day, even though nothing happens, you're just, it's just harder that day for some reason. Yeah. So on those days, it's hard to like not feel sorry for yourself. But then I have to remind myself sometimes that the the price of love is grief or, or whatever or however they say it. It's like I am still so thankful that I had parents that made losing them so hard. Because there are some people that don't have great parents. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't have great parents. And then some that didn't have a great relationship with their parents. And not saying that whenever they lose them, it's any easier by any means. It's just a different type of stuff that they have to deal with. But, I mean, me and my parents were so close. So, yeah, it sucks sometimes. Some days are harder than others. But then I have to remind myself that, you know... I was very lucky in what I had and how close we were and how great they were. Given the fact about like, so I'll tell you kind of what I was like, my thought process and kind of what I was going through. So the other day I kind of sat there and I was thinking about, oh, I wish I could be doing X, Y, and Z. And I also wish that I was like, you know what? Some relationships in my life, I feel like they're kind of faltering. And I don't mean like dating relationships. I mean like just like friendships in general, like some that have been there and then just kind of faded away over time because sometimes shit happens. But, you know, I finally had that point where I was like, you know what? I'm bitching about a lot of things that I don't have or I don't necessarily have, like, where I want them. And I started like, you know what? I have a group of people that care about me um, a lot. That would move fucking heaven and earth. Like, if I called any one of these people that I know they would fucking come drop of a hat, they'd come running. <clears throat> and I was like, you know, what was I bitching for? And and not to tie, like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tie too much religion into it, but I did want to touch base on that, that it also put things in perspective of, like, you know, if I don't, we don't talk about religion very much, but I know we talked about it before, you know, off the podcast, that, you know, I've always wanted to get back into the church again. Um, not saying that, you know, it's bad if you don't, or, you know, it's bad if you do, because everybody has, you know, their like foundation like as a part of their support system and i say that because you know i i hit moments in my life where i feel like i'm missing that relationship i've had like because growing up we did go to church not a lot but enough and you know 
and it kind of made me take that inventory the other day where I was sitting, I was like, okay, I have this, and I know that there is a lot of people out here that don't have what I have. I mean, am I rich? No. Am I comfortable? Sure. You know, but I work hard for what I get. It's not like it's just given to me. And, you know, first having to realize, like, okay, cool, that I'm here with what I have, and I'm grateful for what I have. I mean, shit, I'm still alive. I could be a lot worse off. I could be in a completely different set of circumstances. But that started me to think about, you know, my relationship with, you know, whether you call it God or a higher power or whatever you want to refer to it as, you know, it's, it's one of those things that also had, like, I started to head dive into like, okay, you know, like what kind of relationship <clears throat> I wanted to have with God, Christ, however you word it. Cause I feel like, you know, when you feel like, I don't know if it's weird to say this, but like, you feel like there's something missing mm-hmm. and, and it's not like material items. It's not, you know, relationships. It's not, you know, money, dope. Um, <laughs> dope uh, boys. Thanks. <laughs> Young money, baby. Um, and like you start to start to really think about, okay, what am I missing? And then you start to, I mean, at least for me, I started to gravitate to like, maybe it's the relationship with God that I don't have anymore. Um, and it's, I won't say it's weird, but it's weird for me because I've, you know, I've always been somewhat religious to a certain degree. But then again, I've also had those thoughts like, okay, if there is a, you know, a higher power, how can he let shit like in Sandy Hook happen? You know, 9-11. And so like, I've always been apprehensive, not saying there's not, I mean, science explains shit. Don't get me wrong. I'm not crazy. But, you know, when you throw religion into it too, uh, I do feel like there is, what is, I don't know what the religion's called, but like, kind of like where there is something there, but it's kind of like, they're not intervening. It's just kind of like, they let it shit play out, whatever may happen. I mean, I know that, like, agnostic people usually believe that there is some sort of higher power, but they aren't, like, necessarily part of any religion directly. Yeah, and I think that's what kind of sparked a couple things with me where I was, and it's, and everything's different for everybody and how they even do it. Some people don't, they don't think there's anything there, which is cool, but, you know, in my line of work and things that I've seen over the years, and not to say, like, it's been, like, fucking traumatic by no means but you know you start to think about that stuff especially because i'm getting older too bitch is almost 30 oh yeah so old yeah you're 47 year old bitch (laughs) not but what is your opinion and thoughts as far as it comes to like rolling religion in your life and if you even are religious what are your thoughts on it so i don't know that i've ever really went into this with you maybe i have i don't know i don't think we've ever actually talked about this before so after my wreck I was laying in the hospital bed and I was like, man, I came so close to dying or I could have died. I mean, it was bad enough that I couldn't walk. I didn't have like penetrating injuries. Like I wasn't like bleeding out or anything. It could have been a lot worse. But you had to but, learn how to roll, walk again. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like when I say I could have died, I think the thing that got me was how quick it happened. Because when I tell you there was zero time to react, like I know every car accident is different, car wreck is different, but. With mine, at least, because he turned in front of me. Like, I didn't even have time to swerve. All I knew is I saw a truck, and then, boom, everything went black. And um, I was like, man, just that quick, I could have died. And that just really fucked with my head. Even more than the whole relearning how to walk and all that. I just kept thinking about that, how quickly it could have been over. Question. Hmm. So, when that happened, did you pray at any point in time during that incident? 
that you remember? Not that I remember. I mean, at the moment, I was trying to think like, okay, I need to do this. I need to call work. I need to call. <laughs> I need to call work to let them know I'm not coming. But no, I was like, <laughs> I need them kids. <laughs> Fuck them too. I was like, I need to call my dad. And then I was so scared. My phone flew to the heavens. I don't know where it went. You know, it's funny so, you say that. When I got into my wreck, my microphone that I have for yeah. my thing for work, it went flying. Where the hell did it go? <laughs> I don't know. That shit just poof. So the North Charleston officer that stepped out with me, I was like, can I please use your phone? I need to call my dad. And she was like, yeah. And it was the weirdest thing because you know how I am. You've seen me with my anxiety and how I will have like a panic attack. Yeah. I was so eerily calm. I literally couldn't feel my. So I didn't, I didn't pray. But for some reason, there was like this calmness over me that was like, you're okay. You're going to be able to walk again. I don't know why. Like, I had no reason to think that because you would think that if you can't feel your legs anymore after a wreck, that's a pretty good indication that you're fucked. But I just had this calmness, like, okay, you're going to be okay. And so, <clears throat> I mean, I don't remember praying, but maybe I did. But I know that, like, laying there afterwards in the hospital for as long as I was there, I kept thinking, like, how quickly it could have been over. And I kept thinking, like, I really need to get right with Jesus because there wasn't no time to... Oh, by the way, I'm sorry for all the shit I've done. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after I got out, I started, I started looking at a church and I grew up Baptist yeah. and we went when we could, but I had parents that both worked in law enforcement and their days off were few and far between. Yeah. And so we went when we could and like, I would go with friends too. And I had a friend that was very, very religious. Like they didn't lock their doors or anything because they were like, Jesus will protect the house. <laughs> um not from these crackheads baby you better <laughs> lock that door <laughs> right um so i would go to like you know different shit like that and so after i got out of the hospital i was like okay i gotta find a a church and then my mom died shortly after i started going to church so i was like okay i definitely need to be in church but <clears throat> i'll tell you what really i don't know it's so like i have so many um, I guess conflicting thoughts or whatever about it. Cause the reason I quit going is obviously it was a Baptist church. So I remember he was given a sermon basically about homosexuality. Homosexuals. <laughs> How dare he? <clears throat> and I mean, it was a lot of things that led up to it. One thing was I'm only at the time I was only off every other Sunday. Yeah. And then whenever you have that, sometimes you're like, man, this is my weekend off. I don't feel like going anywhere. Yeah. Um, so that was part of the reason why I started kind of falling out. The other thing was my friend that was going with me, he moved to a different city. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I don't have anybody to go with. And then that was just kind of the cherry on top because I was sitting there and I'm like, why am I doing this when I don't agree with some of the things that they preach about? Yeah. And I know that people that are Christian are going to listen to this and be like, well, sorry, but you can't just cherry pick what the Bible says and take that for what it's worth, blah, blah, blah. Right. But. I mean, if you want to split hairs, so the Bible was written hundreds of fucking years ago. But it's also. Maybe. (laughs) We don't know. We do know. I just don't know. (laughs) But, like, the thing that gets me is that there's a lot of interpretations of the Bible. Like, you know, you had the King's James Version. You have all the other different ones that have been translated from a long ass time ago. Yeah. You know, it again, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's been translated so many different times. Yeah, you can sit there and cherry pick. And on all honesty, there's books a lot older than the Bible itself 
that say different things compared to the Bible. So it you're not cherry picking in my opinion because there's some books that don't specifically mention the whole lay with a man than with a woman. Then some of the other books do, some don't. So I mean, it just what version version did you pick up from Barnes and Noble today? <laughs> right, and a lot of people think that that was translated incorrectly. Like right. the topic that they were discussing at the time was not. It wasn't meant to be translated the way people have taken it. And like you said, some people can, and that's one of the biggest reasons why I wasn't a big fan of the church. I haven't had any church sermon that was like that. Um, most of mine have been, like most churches that I've ever been to were relatively nice, but they never really touched on the topic because it wasn't that, like back in the early 2000s, it wasn't like a big deal. Like it wasn't like, you know, fighting for gay rights. I mean, they were, but it just wasn't very public. Um, I remember when I was in middle school, they were finally repealed Don't Ask, Don't Tell. And that was like in fucking 2008. It's crazy to think that gays weren't allowed to be gay in the military or talk about that without right. the penalty being kicked out or, you know, put in jail. Crazy. <laughs> um, but to kind of caveat what you said, like, for me, the reason why I don't want to go is because do I need my, the, the church to like me? Absolutely not. But I also don't want to go if I don't feel welcome. Um yeah, and that's kind of why I stopped going, because I was like, I don't need the church to have a relationship with Jesus. And because... And fuck Joel Osteen. Fucking <laughs> Facts. Bastard. Yeah, he's crooked. Um, But, and the thing is, like, I'm not gay or lesbian, and I didn't even know you at the time that all this was happening. Shut up. <laughs> um, I didn't even know you at the time, but I was sitting there, and I'm like, so you're telling me, and I'll use you as an example, because now I know you. That Brandon is a great person. He does so much for people. He lives his life the way he's supposed to. But at the end of the day, when it's his time, even though he was a great person. Straight to hell. Because he's gay. That's it. Sorry. You're disqualified. And you're going to hell. Do not pass go. Do not $200. I have a a hard time believing that that's true. And same with, this is the other thing that gets me. This is the one that really gets me. So... We were born in the United States. The United States, we have a bunch of religions here, obviously, but the main one is Christianity. It just happens to be that we were born in the United States. People that are born in the Middle East, the most common religion over there is Muslim. So you're telling me that because they happen to be born in the Middle East, and that's the religion that they knew their whole life, so they stuck with it, that whenever they die, sorry, you're fucked because you didn't tra- you weren't Christian. Right. I just, I don't know. I have a problem with that. Or the and babies s- that were born that weren't baptized when they were born. Like, right. I didn't get baptized until I was ooh, 17 years old. Right. So, apparently, I, I'm still probably going to hell. And, of course, when I say that, you know, about people that are Muslim and then these, from where they're at and the, where they bitch. live in the country. No, I'm saying, like, again, I go back to you're a good person your whole life. But whenever you die, because you didn't convert to Christianity, which was not even a religion that probably even crossed your mind at the time, you're fucked and you're going to hell. I just have a hard time wrapping my mind around that. And I remember hearing this thing somebody said one time where they kind of imagine heaven. (laughs) I'm about to piss off all the Christians because they'll be like, absolutely not. But somebody said that in their version of heaven, they're like, okay, all the Muslims go over here, the Buddhists go over here, the Christians go over here. Like, you all have, like, your, like, you're all going to heaven because you were good people. But you're just, you're all welcome, basically. Hmm. Um, And I was like. There's some bitch and Manny screaming <laughs> right now. 
And, you know, Christians believe, like, that's not true, that you have to, if you don't convert to Christianity and you don't accept or have a relationship with Jesus Christ, then that's it. That's the end-all, be-all. And I'm not saying that it is or is not true, but I will say one thing. Some people that I know and the things that they believe and the way that they hate people and then claim to be Christians, that's another thing that just gets me. And the things that they'll post on, like, social media and then the next thing they post is a Bible verse. And I'm like... Yeah, you were just posting death to all the gay people, but John three sixteen. Yeah, love thy neighbor. <laughs> Apparently not. I mean, it's not so much to me to say my play. Like, if anybody look to me, a religion is a, a rock or something that I could hold on to. That kind of I wouldn't say helps me get through it, but like that helps me keep. <laughs> Keeps me going because apparently, like Brittany says, she's contemplating suicide. <laughs> Shut up. Not but, anymore. Not yeah, because I'm here. That's why. <laughs> but like, no, and and the reason I'm like I bring this topic up specifically is because it's set there like, and it really, you know, doing like a lot of self reflecting and personal growth and shit like that. It's you know part of that, for, at least for me, like that was part of like, all right, you know, I do feel like there may be something missing, and I do think that that's something that I would like to, you know. Or, have a relationship with, you know, the Lord Almighty. Um, but like you said, I do have, I want to say doubts, but I do have, you know, issues or like conflicting like feelings. Because like I said, I just, I, it blows my mind that, you know, we can have an incident like, you know, children getting murdered in schools. Mm-hmm. And then do people say that, you know, it's, I hate people who say this, it's God's plan. Is it though? Is it really God's plan to let these innocent babies get hurt or people that, you know, I just like, you know, you, you drive down the, the, the one incident, like the, uh, the Folly Beach, um, bride, bride, like who takes the bride away from the husband the day of their wedding? Like right. for A me, few I, hours later. and I never got that. And I know people like, you know, it's not, and then you're right. It's not meant for me to know God's plan whatsoever. It's not. Um, but I just, that's where the the part of me feels conflicted and, you know. And one way it was explained to me one time with that, it was, yes, you know, God is supposed to protect us and everything, but he also gave people free will. So, you know, that girl decided to drive drunk that night and look mm-hmm. what happened. And then that dude decided to shoot up that school with those kids because he had free will. Right. So... I mean, but I, I, I totally get what you're saying, yeah. though. And I know you can't stop evil. I mean, because look at the very first door, Adam and Eve got him snake in the garden, <laughs> and you raggedy bitches eating fruit. Them serpents. <laughs> They'll get you every time. <laughs> yeah, we just, never mind, I ain't going to even bring it up. Um, but no, and like, it's, and it was one of those like self-reflecting things, and it's, like you said, like, I don't need church to have that relationship, because a lot of years, like, me and the big man upstairs will have conversations and not legit. Like there's no, I'm asking and then I respond to myself. But like, if you know what I'm talking about, like legit conversations. Um, and do I get an answer sometimes? <laughs> Sadly, no, I am left on red, <laughs> but it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it's, it, you can ask different people, their opinions on stuff like that, you know, for you, I mean, I don't think, I mean, you agreed, like, you know, hey, look, we can go to church together, all that good stuff, but, like, it's not necessarily, like, I want to say mandatory, or, like, you feel, like, compelled, like, you have to, and I'm kind of, like, 50-50, where I feel like I do kind of want to go, and I, 
and I use this story a lot because this is like my first true like actual like religious I guess you would say experience when I was at basic training it's it's difficult it's not impossible but it's difficult so like this is the first time I'm gone on my own for a while and I remember the first time you can't go to the church for like the first couple of weeks till you get like accustomed to like the military way they don't want you fucking running off and shit so I went to a Protestant Baptist service um Sunday morning and, you know, I was like, you know, I get to get away from the drill sergeants for a little bit. I get to get in church and relax for a good little while. Like, it'll, you know, nice to get away. Um, so I go up there and, you know, the pastors or the, sorry, not pastor, the chaplain is, uh, excuse me, saying a couple things. And, you know, he's his, obviously his sermon is going to be based around like the military. And he's like, you know, sometimes God needs to be the rock on which you form whatever he was mentioning. And they started to, uh they started singing and whatnot. And the song that they were singing, I don't know what it was. Like it really hit like home, like, man, I really needed to hear that. And like, you know, he's pulling scriptures from, you know, this old ass book that applied to me. And that really helped me. Cause I mean, shit, I made it fucking through. I don't know how baby I am <laughs> the pillar of fitness. Not anymore. <laughs> Maybe. Back in the day. Um, okay. But you know, and it's stuff like that where like, it, it, I wouldn't say it gives people hope, but it, it does. I mean, it helps, in my opinion, it helped me push through what I needed to get through. Um, but I just, I don't know. I'm conflicted on church itself. And I think it's because there's so many people that are in the church that are not good people. Right. And, Touching on little boys and shit. <laughs> well, not even Catholic just that, masters. but like back in my hometown, there was a couple that opened a church there and they oh man they were so good at making you think they were the greatest people ever and long story short this went on for years but anyways come to find out the assistant pastor there was beating on his wife to the point that she ended up having to have spinal surgery because he messed up her back and they knew it and then they were like they made they ousted her from the church because when they got divorced finally she was like okay i'm I'm gonna have to leave they ousted her from the church and let him still be a assistant pastor, even though they knew. And they were like, well, we're working on him. And I'm sorry, but no. And I, I know you're supposed to forgive, but we don't forget. Right. And, I mean, she had done things, supposedly, I don't know the whole story, too. That, but I'm like, how are you going to oust her from the church because they're getting a divorce and you don't agree with that? But you leave him as the assistant pastor and you know that he's beating on his wife and his kids. Like, no. And... That's just one example of many. And then, like I said, I'll see these people. And, I mean, it just seems like so many people are so hypocritical. And they'll smile in your face. And this probably has a lot to do with how uh, jaded I am with people in general. Like, it takes a lot for me to trust people. And Apparently not me. <laughs> trust me right off the bat. Not right off the bat. But... I don't know. I just... I would go to church with you if you wanted to start going just because, you know moral support oh thanks buddy. and but but yeah i still kind of am of the belief that you can <laughs> sorry he was Nothing discovering was things doing, in the camera i was doing no such thing this lighting <laughs> is not pretty especially when the shirt gets saved. oh now now he has a problem with the videos because him stand up a little bit more <laughs> there we go now we're good <laughs> but no i i don't know i just if I did go back to another church, I would probably want to find one that's non-denominational. Um, right. A little more open-minded. I don't... 
I will say one thing. So my grandmother used to go to church along with my aunt Katie, and the, I love the church so much, given the fact that the pastor found out that his son was gay, and that was like the taboo thing for the longest time because, like, what is he gonna do? Is he gonna like publicly denounce his son? Sorry. <sighs> Keep your hands to yourself. Nervous habits. What you nervous about? It's just a room with me and you. I stay nervous, bitch. I have anxiety. <laughs> this anxiety is crippling, but this ass is sickening. Um, <laughs> but no, the, the biggest thing that everyone was like, what is he going to do? Well, he came to church one day with his son. And, you know, he's like, you know, I love my son no different than anybody else. Now, did it rub some of the old bitches the wrong way? Sure. But he's like, you can leave. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> this ain't your church. Um, and so that was kind of refreshing. Now, does everywhere do that? Absolutely not. But, you know, it's it's nice to know that, you know, people take what the scripture is saying to heart and not, you know, all this hate, like you said, there's, you know, it's funny that people are hypocritical or, you know, we'll sit there and, you know, I love you, but then, you know, she's a fucking skank behind her back. Um, right. Those aren't the Christians you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be helpful. Don't be sorry. <laughs> oh, be helpful. And, like, what I've taught here and talked to you about, about the struggles that I have and the things that just... I have a hard time believing. I feel like I can't really sit down and talk to anybody about it that would know, like a pastor or anything, because I know what their answer is going to be. Their answer is going to be, oh, sorry, no, you know, that's why we do mission trips around the world to try to convert people to Christianity. But, you know, if it doesn't work, too bad, so sad. And I just, I don't know, I just can't wrap my head around that. Like, you're telling me you can be a decent person, a good person your whole life, but because you didn't convert to Christianity, you're going to hell. I don't know. And maybe that is the truth. I mean, that's pretty much what the Bible says. But The one thing that I do look forward to, death. Um, <laughs> Damn, we're here dark. The, yes, we are. The one thing I do look forward to, though, is that whenever my time comes and I am no longer breathing oxygen and I have to answer for the things that I've done in my life, I'm okay with what happens. Now, shit, let's see what happens in my 30s. <laughs> I got to answer for the 20s still. Um, but no, like you said, like, did I, do I follow everything in the Bible? No, cause I'd be doing eating red meat, some, some chicken on the days I ain't supposed to. Um, I do be turning liquor into water. <laughs> <laughs> we do be cussing a lot. Yes. I profanities. I work on Sundays. Gotta pay bills. Although Sorry. I've never seen anything in the Bible that says you can't cuss. Then again, I've never read the whole Bible. So maybe I missed that part. I never make it past the Adam and Eve story. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, First chapter. <laughs> chapter one, Solomon seven. Um, no, I honestly, I, I've I've start, I've tried to read the Bible a couple of times, but kind of like it's no, a little dry. No offense, <laughs> Jesus, but your storytelling is trash. <laughs> I need some battles going on. Give me some pictures. <laughs> I'm only a one point eight student, Jesus. You gotta get, you gotta help me a little bit. Um, and that's one thing, like, I've, I haven't really asked around, like, because my dad, I'll tell you this, and I probably have mentioned it before, he is super anti-religious. He says, fuck everything, build him a little shack outside of the gates with some AC and hail, and he'll be fine. <laughs> um, and, like, my mom was somewhat religious, but, I mean, look how that turned out. And, yeah, it's, it's one of those things, like, I've always battled with, like, because I do want to be a part of the church community, but... It's it's easier said than done, I would say. Yeah, I don't I don't want to lose my sense of humor either. You don't no, you don't have to be one of them dry bitches. 
Because, like, I like to talk about how I graduated with cum on my back. You just like to talk about cum. That's all I should well, like talk about. You're not wrong. But, I, no, with your dad being so anti-religion, like, so you said you did go to church and stuff. So how did you get involved with that? Well, that wasn't with him. That was before I moved in with him. Yeah. Yeah, so before I moved in with him, back when I was, like, 13, we, um, my mom would go to church, but it was, like, sporadic. And she loved to, like, go hardcore um, church going and then just stop. You got to do this because Jesus said so. Well, that's funny because you were just out partying last <laughs> week. <laughs> Not me reading my mom on the podcast. <laughs> uh, let me tell you what. If I was, if I knew what I knew now and had the same mentality at 13 years old, I would be, I'd have no legs. My ass would be just, just <laughs> fucking gone. I would have been beat to death. <laughs> but, you know, and, and the reason I bring conversation of religion is that you know it when i was sitting there thinking about life in general that came to mind too and you know it's my opinion it's nice to know that people have the same i don't say outlook but like like you said what i like to explore you know going back into the church you know going back to services and whatnot but like you said i'm also apprehensive as well like i feel like there's a lot of things that are going on that i don't i wouldn't say necessarily agree with (coughs) but I don't know. It's it's. There's a lot of things like I don't agree with. Like you said, cool. I'm going to hell just because I love who I love, and it's not. And I want to make sure people who are listening to this hear this. It's not a choice. Do you really think I want to be a homosexual and a minority? That's too. That's twice, <laughs> baby. That's two strikes. Right, One more. Pick I'm a struggle, bitch. Right. That's, this is two strikes. I'm almost out. <laughs> no, and it's... actually, there's another strike, but I can't tell you what it is. I'm already out. Uh, mm. Anyway, um, oh. Yeah, I'm glad. (laughs) It took a minute. Simple bitch. Uh, But yeah, I don't, it's funny you mentioned it's not a choice. I think a lot of people now with, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the news these days about trans people. And I think people feel more comfortable like these, what, Gen Z, they're all about coming out. They're like, I don't give a fuck what y'all think. Like they are not hiding. I mean, there are kids, I'm sure, depending on what their family situation is. But a lot of people think that because there's no religion in schools anymore and stuff like that, that that has a, a that plays a part, and that these kids are just choosing to to do that. And I'm not talking about trans necessarily. I mean, just gay in general. They're like, yep, there's no religion in in schools now, and these kids are just influencing each other. Like, yep, now I want to be gay, and yeah, it just doesn't work like that. No, my favorite thing. I think I saw this on. It was Facebook, and it was some old bastard time out. Back in my day, we didn't have none of this. And some, I loved it. They posted pictures of a bunch of old, like, people who were, like, back in the fucking, even 1800s, in, like, the 90s and 80s and shit like that. They were showing pictures, but, like, just because it wasn't accepted and it was, like, very taboo to talk about it, doesn't mean it wasn't around. Yeah, it was around. They were just living living life closeted because they they couldn't. They didn't feel comfortable coming out, and that's sad. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, you can imagine. But I just, it's mind-blowing for me for somebody to have to live their life not being who they really are. Like, that is horribly sad. Right. And then trying to mix in church and being homosexual. Like, I remember for the longest time, people, like, were going to these conversion camps. And there's still a thing. I didn't think that was in 2023 conversion camps were real, but they still are. And they're trying to turn, turn, trying to make their 
children or whatever to something they're not. And that's just mind-blowing. And, like, and to use the Bible as a way to do that is that's what's – and that falls back into, like, do I want to be in a community that's like that? No. But also I don't think that it's fair to separate yourself from what you want just because some asshole says that, no, sorry, going to hell. Thanks for trying. Next time. Right. And it's funny, actually, that you brought up this topic because before we started this, he was like, well, I know what I want to talk about, but I don't want to tell you first because I want to, you know, just be a genuine, you know, conversation conversation starter. But it's funny you brought it up because it's actually been on my mind a lot ever since the episode with your niece because she brought it up. So it has been on my mind because the thing for me that I struggle with and then you brought it up again the other day about do you think that we'll know our friends and loved ones when we go to heaven? I'm terrified. Like, if I don't, I don't know my best friend when I go to heaven, send me to hell. So, that is actually one thing that, (laughs) get on my nerves. Um, That is one thing that always bothered me about, and I told you, I think we talked about it last episode, I've struggled with death my whole life. And that was always a thing that would give me when I was little. I'd be like, but will I know y'all when we go to heaven? And now that they actually are gone, I actually do think about that a lot. But now I think even more about, should I get right with Jesus? Because what if I don't end up in heaven and I don't ever see my parents again? And then... You'd just be down in hell with me, <laughs> cooking big grease fires down in the basement. And I will say, as far as will we know each other or will we not, the way that I like to live life is we will. Everybody, I've asked so many people this throughout my whole life, everybody will give you a different opinion about it. But the way I choose to believe is that we will. And if we get there and it's not that way, we won't know any better. But I'm going to tell myself that that's the way it's going to happen. You know what the good thing is, too, best friend? Hmm. I heard you get a brand new body when you get up. <laughs> Hell there. yeah. Give me a new spine, some new knees, new feet. Because, baby, this, All the things. this walking speed. She almost drowned <laughs> while we went to dinner tonight. <laughs> it was raining. A lot. It's raining. It's a pedal. Um, <laughs> You made me forget what I was going to ask. So, I want you to think of something. And, and it's funny. And don't fucking play me if you can't do it. <laughs> So, my dad said that when you die, ain't shit happening. You're just in a box, and that's it. Rest in pieces. <laughs> but have you ever thought, what would happen if that is true? Have you ever tried to think about what would happen to your mind? Like, what would have you ever done that? I'm glad you asked, because I, <laughs> because I have. And when I tell you, I have sat there, and you've seen Ice Age, right? You know, Sid the Sloth? Mm-hmm. My eyes went, and <laughs> I was like, what will happen if my mind is, oh, and I just, I don't, it's almost like you daydream, but then your mind just melted. I'm like, when you try to contemplate those gigantic questions, mm-hmm. I don't want to say questions, but like, even trying to put yourself in that predicament, I was like, all right, cool, I'm dead. What would it be like if my brain was no longer working? Like my spirit, whatever it is that's controlling this fat ass body would do. <laughs> and I was like, man. So it is funny because I actually think about that a lot because I always think back to, like I said, whenever I got my wreck and all of a sudden it was just black. I'm like, is that just how it ends? Like, is that it? Right. Like this is the end of the movie. Like what I'm watching now clicks off and then that's it. That's, that's, that's it. it and that's, that's all. all. <laughs> we are synced. Bluetooth is now connected. <laughs> um, but, you, you know, the thing that keeps me believing that there really is something there is because you see these people that are like, I was dying and I literally saw like something. That shit creeps me out, especially like the little boy. There was, no, it was the guy. He's like, yep, I saw hell. I'm like, you better get right 
with Jesus. And and honestly, I, I'm skeptical of things that I see on the news, but I actually saw it firsthand. My mom, my my grandmother was living with us when she, and she was on hospice. And we knew that it was, well, she liked to play us. She'd be like, yep, on death's door. And then she'd be like, psych, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of grandma. <laughs> and she did that for years and years and years. Well, then it got to the point where she started... A few days before she died, she started talking to family members that were already passed. And um, the hospice nurse was like, yeah, that's usually a sign we're getting close, probably within the next few days. And then she stopped eating and, you know, all the signs. So we knew it was close. Well, my mom, of course, was sitting bedside with her and everything. And she, I get chills thinking about it. But like I said, she was talking to people that had already passed. Not only that, but then right before she stopped breathing, she, like opened her eyes and she hadn't in days she opened her eyes and my mom said it looked like she saw the most beautiful thing ever and she had the biggest smile on her face and then she closed her eyes again and she took one deep breath and then she was gone and then the hospice people I know several hospice nurses because life (laughs) met met some of them when my grandmother was in hospice and then again whenever my mom was in hospice and several of them will tell you that They've had patients that they have no doubt that they went to hell because they literally will be like on death's door and screaming in pain. And then there's some where like almost like they're already on fire. But then there's some that go so peaceful, almost like my grandmother did. So it's like that kind of stuff makes me think, okay, there's got to be something there. Yeah, somebody made the comment not too long ago on TikTok. Somebody because a lot of the hospice nurse videos I saw on there, which is crazy. Because they're just reenactments, but I can only assume. I mean, like you said, they see stuff all the time for people that are on, you know, they're just on the way out. Yeah. Um, one of them was like, and the guy's like, you know, it's not necessarily like they don't believe that it's a real place like with, you know, devil with pitchforks, God and golden streets. But it's like what your mind, the way you think of the end is the way it's going to be. Like, you know, if you feel like you truly deserve to be in heaven, then that's what eventually you're on the way out to. And that's whatever happens after you go and check out. That may be what happens, um, which is crazy. Did you know that you lose weight after you die? <laughs> well, Jesus, come and get me. <laughs> no, but like somebody said that you lose a few pounds and they're like, is that the soul leaving the body? Which I think that's crazy. That was probably your bowels. No, no, no. no I'm not, kidding. Not I'm that, kidding. bitch. But yeah, it's it. And a lot of things come into religion. And like you said, we there's people that are just fucking... Fuck you, homosexuals. <laughs> and then there's people that actually, you know, because in my opinion, it's almost like comparable to the law. There's the letter of the law that's lit, written black and white. This is what the law says. And there's also the spirit of the law. Like, do you lock up somebody that is trying to feed their family and they have no job? They are unable to work, whether physically they're unable to. And there's no other way to provide the means, and they still like a loaf. Of, and I ain't talking about no steaks and lobsters, but I'm talking about like bread and like fucking sandwich meat and like shit like that. Technically, letter of the law says take your ass to jail. Spirit of the law, maybe buying the fucking food, pay that shit forward. God knows what happens next. I've done it plenty of times before too. Um, pay for people's stuff that is. Um, so like I, I guess it's kind of like those things. There's people that do kind of that same kind of men, mental. Compa- mentality thank you you're welcome because my mental capacity was fried <laughs> the devil's working against me um but guys i got a question for the ones that are listening and you can message me directly for this what's your opinions as far as religion go and i legit want to know because 
as somebody that has questionable faith, faith, but questionable, um, what do you feel that, I guess, keeps you in the church or brought you to the church? And if you're my niece, fill me in. You're, we're going to be a pastor or preacher, whatever the hell you were going to be. <laughs> um, but thank you guys for tuning in. Check out our TikToks. Yeah, we're please. now on t- TikTok. TikTok famous on the way. Actually, it's just another way to spread the awareness of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go follow us and like all our videos and comment. And the podcast for the TikTok part of it is going to be just, it, it, it's not necessarily going to be snippets of the podcast in general, but it's just videos of stuff that we're doing in between there. So, again, don't forget Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. There's actually another streaming service that has us. I didn't even know they did, but apparently we're just so popular. They put us on their platform, but I don't know what it is. I just saw it on <laughs> Spotify's. There's another one. I don't know what it is. There's another one. I don't know. Spotify told me it's other platform, and then 4% of you listen from that platform. Must don't have internet. Um, <laughs> it's our Middle Eastern brothers and sisters. Actually, it might Shout be out. South Africa is on there. Oh, hell it's yeah. It's crazy. That's... South Africa. So appreciate your, your patronage. Thank mm-hmm. you. Come again. That's my people. All right. Anyway. Yep. Anyway, you're canceled. Um, no, I'm not. Check out our website. It has all of our links. Our link tree is the pumpkin dot patch. And so click on that. It's on our Instagram. And if there's anything you would like to ask us, or if there's anything that you would like to have us on the have us talk about on the podcast, please let us know. Brittany, you have anything to say before we wrap up this uh, this here episode for this week? Yes, I do. What do you got to say? Um, remember, guys, you can't pray the gay away. <laughs> Neither can the fat either. God damn it. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Brittany be praying for seventy five years. <laughs> What about you, bitch? Only about five. Five, my ass. All right. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Secret numbers 22.